Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Live Dynasty show coming to you live from Tiki Live right now with the Belly Up TV app. We are happy to be in, and obviously, it is the offseason that keeps on giving, guys. Every single week has been on fire. I know Commissioner Cooper, he's loving this week. He is all about this week, man. Get a left tackle and a wide receiver in the same week. What else is better, Coop? What else is better? Mm, feeling my NFL, getting my NFL flex on this week for sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, JC. Welcome in. Appreciate you joining us. We got a fun show for you today. Let's get it. Bro, you just keep on keeping on those nicknames, huh? JC now, Commissioner <laughs> Cooper, Captain Feelgood. Commissioner C, I messed it all up, whatever. <laughs> Mr. Tickles were something like that. <laughs> now let's go to a guy who probably didn't like this week 
Um, the AFC East got a little bit tougher. His team is losing players, not gaining players. Andrew, it is not rabbit season. It is like Duke season. How is it going over there? <laughs> you, 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 you actually did an all right job with my intro this week. Thank you. <laughs> well, I didn't pretend to understand where you came from. So. <laughs> Look, I don't. Is my team even still a team? Are, are they all in Barbados vacationing or something? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's it's been a tough off season for as a Patriots fan. So I guess congrats, Coop. Let's see if they uh, can actually not you know mess this up this time. It almost seems like they just reverted back to off seasons of past. Like they they said, huh? We we spent a lot of money on a lot of crap players last year, Nelson yeah. Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Maybe we shouldn't do that again. <laughs> I heard it put perfectly in local sports radio here this week was that Bill Belichick had, was kind of given a short leash last year, and he, the fact that he got them to a ten and seven with a rookie quarterback and those moves extended his leash a bit this year to where he felt like, screw it, I'm doing my thing again. And instead of building around a rookie quarterback, they should have. This has been a rough offseason. <laughs> uh, that that's hard to believe. A short leash on a coach that's gotten you six titles uh (laughs) that it's rough to be in the patriots uh you know coaching circle i guess i don't know man dude i don't know if i put him on a short leash but anyways we're gonna move along to kevin i am no longer a seahawk fan i am (laughs) as you know kevin wilson is always repping his wilson jersey because his boy russell has the same last name but I guess we're gonna have to get you a Logan Wilson jersey now, right? Because you're a Bengals fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another idea for my birthday: is a Broncos jersey with Wilson on the back. So there's another idea for you to put out. Well, now he's a Broncos <laughs> fan. <laughs> is this your public wish list, Kevin? It is. Yeah, I was talking to to Coop earlier about how uh, there are two Wilsons on Miami now. So uh, you know, there you go for a Miami Wilson jersey. Either way, it's fine with yeah, it. You, you you got plenty of room on this bandwagon, my brother. Jump on early. Let's get it. <laughs> well, while Coop is recruiting for the Miami bandwagon, <laughs> we have the news, everybody. And that's right, Coop. I remember the news. <laughs> See, that's the first time seeing it through, and that's amazing that LeDuc gets the fake news. (laughs) (laughs) How to do it. It's okay. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, guys, um, obviously big moves happened. Um, I'm not going to um, give it to – Commission Coop right away. I'm going to make him wait for this one. I don't think he's going to have to wait for too much in his life, but we're going to wait on this one. We're going to start out with Matt Ryan, guys. This guy essentially got traded for the equivalent of what they traded Carson Wentz for. So when you really think about it, they traded two thirds, one could be a second to get rid of Carson Wentz. And then they ended up saying, ah, oh, fuck it. We got another third here. Let's throw it over to Matt Ryan. So do you guys do you guys think that this is an upgrade? Both have kind of been fantasy relevant in the past. We've talked about it before. Carson Wentz had 30 touchdowns last year. Um, Matt Ryan had an off 
like a really bad season, but who can blame him? Calvin Ridley decided he didn't want to play football anymore. Kyle Pitts was getting bracketed by like four defenders at a certain time. And, you know, Cordell Patterson was kind of like a Coop's dog, just going after everything. <laughs> I, thought was snoring, so. I thought he was impersonating two of that for a second. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, Tua can't throw to the right. No, <laughs> um, but let's start it off. Kev, I want you to start off with this one. Do you think that they upgraded at quarterback? And do you think that Matt Ryan is a fantasy viable quarterback with all the new weapons that he has there? He has a good run game. He has a good offensive line. He has a number one receiver in Pittman and he has Mo Alley. I am Gigantor Cox over there. <laughs> Guy's literally six foot seven. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. But anyways. <laughs> we're just talking about his height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about his height. <laughs> yeah, it, was just, it was just a play on his last name. <laughs> but Kev, what do you see in uh Indy's future with Matt Ryan? Do you see them being better with him? Do you see him winning the vision? Well, let's just say this, you know, it's uh, they say how uh, three times the charm because they tried Philip Rivers, didn't work. They tried Carson Wentz, didn't work. So now they're going to try Matt Ryan. And I don't know if he's really an upgrade because when you look at the stats, I know you, all the things you talked about, how they were missing guys and everything on their offense. But if you look at the last three years since, you know, he had his gigantic game and, you know, going into the Super Bowl and everything else. He's thrown 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 26, 11, 20, and 12. That is not elite by any stretch of the imagination. And so maybe just getting out of Atlanta will help him. But I don't see that as being a big great upgrade over Carson Wentz because last year he threw 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Now you're telling me before the season started, the Colts, if they told him, you know, he's going to get 27 and seven, they would have been ecstatic. But, uh, you know, he took it on the chin because of that last game against Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, but the whole team, the whole Colts team went out on the field and lost control of their bowels out there and just left, you know, and, and, and just took a big dump. And so I, I don't know if this is an upgrade or not. I think he's going to be better than he was in Atlanta. But uh, as far as you know, him being, you know, all-star Matt, I don't see it happening. And uh, he – if he's out there in the, in the fantasy, you know, I'd take him. But, uh, you know, I'm not sitting there going, yay, Matt Ryan. Well, well, here's, here's something for you. I, I understand what you're talking about. But it was just a year ago that he was in the QB12 um, conversation. And that was when he had Julio. Calvin Ridley had his best year. You know, obviously, one thing I wanted to pose to you guys is him having weapons now. Philip Rivers came to Indianapolis and was fantasy relevant. The next year, after having one of his worst seasons ever with, you know, a disgruntled, you know, Chargers uh, offense. So, you know, the whole point for me is, yeah, Wentz had, did a good job last year, but was there really that much of a transition point there between getting Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz? Obviously, Matt Carson Wentz is the more athletic. Matt Ryan is a little bit more of a statue-esque uh, quarterback. So it's kind of like, um, you know, I, I look at this and I go – you know, kind of the same, but who has the better type of uh, environment now? You know, you send Carson Wentz over there. He's got Antonio Gibson. He's got McLaren. 
Um, now you got Matt Ryan with Pittman. You got Taylor. Uh, who's who do you think Andrew is going to be the better quarterback at this point for you in fantasy? Say it's redraft. We're not going to say dynasty because obviously you want to get the younger man in dynasty. But redraft wise, who are you going to go after? I'm going Matt Ryan. I'm thinking Matt Ryan's going to be a top 15 quarterback in fantasy this year, and this is why because I think this I think the the core of the offense is similar to the years he had success in Atlanta in the past where, you know, he's got Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines now, which to me is fairly similar to when he had Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. That When they were going that one year, that that backfield was, took a lot of pressure off him and allowed him to dump it off to the flats and the short crossing routes. And I think that is where Matt Ryan needs to live now. I think the Atlanta offense, even with the addition of Kyle Pitts, was moving towards more of a downfield uh, offense and obviously they had to kind of switch off that once Ridley sat out and the emergence of Patterson down there but I don't think Ryan's arm can withstand a, a down the field push it offense I think he needs the pressure off from Taylor I think he needs uh, Naeem Hines across the middle uh, you know you, you work in Cox you work in Pittman who's more of an intermediate uh, kind of receiver and who knows maybe T.Y. Hilton pops off every now and then for a deep ball but I think he's going to have some more success in Indian. So I like him as a top 15 fantasy guy. Well, nice, nice. T.Y. who? Yeah, I know, right? Is that guy still there? <laughs> another re- but another reason why I don't think Carson Wentz was the right quarterback for him either. So I don't expect a lot out of T.Y. Hilton, but he might maybe he feels a little, you know, a bit of a resurgence with Matt Ryan in there that he, he can do something. Pittman's yeah, the I mean, guy, though. That would that would definitely be nice. I mean, to, to get him back involved, and you know, you could pick him in the twentieth round. He <laughs> might be a steal, right? Exactly. Uh, Coop, I know this isn't the one you want to talk about. <laughs> Please give me a couple words on this one. <laughs> yeah, actually, I love the first. I'll just say I love the move, and I and it's a rare occasion, but I do agree with Andrew. Um, it's it's uh, it's a great move by both teams. I think. Um, Atlanta, obviously going nowhere, go ahead and let's get some draft capital and let's start, you know, thinking about the future. Matt Ryan still got a little bit left. You just mentioned, um, earlier, um, he was just in the conversation for QB 12, not too long ago. You go to a, go to a team with a huge offense, a great offensive line, great run game. Obviously you got some decent receivers there as well. Frank Reich with his offense. I actually love the move. Um, I think that, again, Matt Ryan's future uh, – actually, excuse me, not future, but his retirement um, could be – you know, at least at least in the conversation, you're going to hear his name kind of like a Matt Stafford, if you will, um, situation. So I love the, love the move for them. Um, as far as who's better, your second question, I uh, – I can't – puke. I agree with Andrew again. <laughs> um, I do think uh, Carson Wentz – excuse me, that uh, Matt Ryan is in a better situation than Carson Wentz. Um, quite frankly, you know, again, going back to the line situation, their offensive line is just better, period. Um, maybe for once, Matt Ryan won't get sacked a thousand times, and we'll see how he does. Do we need, like, a bonding graphic or something? <laughs> <laughs> hug it out. Hug it out. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I agree with all you guys' points at that point. You know, Matt Ryan definitely has – it going on now and he has a chance and he's going to be at the bottom there people are going to be looking at him in qb ones and going like all right cool i can build my entire draft and then be like all right matt ryan at the top take a shot right take a shot with him take a shot with a rookie if you really want to um let's talk about the main event 
Tyreek <laughs> Just when you thought Devontae Adams was the big name to get traded in the receiver core? Nope. Nope. The Chiefs said, we're done with it. We're done trying to negotiate with you. We're done trying to get you to come on a hometown deal. And he said, fine, ship me to Florida. I like it there anyways. I train there. I live there. I everything. So Tyreek Hill going to Miami. How does this change the outlook, one, of the AFC West for you guys, and two, of the AFC East for you guys? Are you picking Tyreek Hill still where he was? I mean, he's going to vary a little bit, but say that top you know, 10 wide receivers, are you still comfortable picking them in there? Kev, let's start with you because we're going we're gonna to end on Coop. I know okay. Coop's going to go off. We're going to end on Coop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, the the key to all of this is that Miami is totally okay. They're behind Tua. And so, because the question right now is, can Tua get the ball to Hill? If he can, then it's all systems go. And, you know, for me personally, I have not seen him have that capability, but apparently Miami thinks that they – he does have it, so I'm going to side with with the coaches on this one. And so, uh, he's going to be a top wide receiver. But I got to wonder how you know because you got Waddles now over on the other side, and so he's he's not bad. You know, he's one. Of, I think he's a quality wide receiver, and so that's going to take some away. I think, and so both of these guys are fantasy relevant now. But who's not fantasy relevant? Unfortunately, is Cedric Wilson. He went over there thinking he was going to be maybe, you know, you know, 1B to Waddle's 1A. That's that's out the window now. So, Cedric Wilson, you know, I know his name's Wilson, but, you know, sorry to say, you're not fantasy relevant at this point. He's back to C. That's right. Yeah. Maybe even D. And make a good point. Cedric Wilson, a guy who came in, kind of made a little bit of money. I think he was making $10 million. I think he went for three years, like around 8 to $10 million a year. And now you're at the back of the line. Now you're probably behind Gasecki as far as getting right. targets. So that's you know, right. Look, Absolutely, I agree with that 100. Yeah, and I mean, you look at that, and like you said, they doubled down on Tua. They said, "Hey, we're going to get you a run game. We're going to get you an offense." They got Teron Armstead, which is an amazing pickup from the Saints. You know, they went out, they got him two receiving threats. And as far as what you're saying with the, um, you know, getting it to Tyreek, the one thing that Tyreek you know, we saw last year was he had his highest amount of targets last year, highest amount of receptions is because they kind of dropped his eight on and just let him work the field. And I think that's what kind of like they're going to do with Miami. They're going to let him work the field, let him and Waddle just get it wherever Waddle was a yak guy in college. So it's going to be interesting. I, I like this move because it really does benefit to his game and it can kind of help open up the Miami offense. Andrew, I know you hated this deal because now you don't have J.C. Jackson. You got to guard him. So tell me what you reflected on this deal, fantasy-wise, however you want to talk about it. Just go. <laughs> yeah. get, get the airplane bags ready because we have some more puke moments. The Miami Dolphins are <laughs> killing this offseason. And on top of that, I know you're looking to play a graphic there. You, you hold, hold your tongue. <laughs> on top of that, the Patriots are now – third in the division they're not making the playoffs this year it's just this is not happening the, this miami team is stacked and what did the patriots do they got 
worse on defense. So my biggest the, so look, the offense is stacked. I love the moves Mostert, Edmonds, Hill, are like the offense is looking good. The biggest question is going to be is is that defense going to stay the same without Brian Flores at the helm? Cuz I think a big part of that defense was Brian Flores running it and if they can keep that defense then yeah, I think they're going to easily take you know, number two in the division behind Buffalo and probably slide in as a wild card team. So I think Miami's killing it. Uh, it's sad to say as a Patriots fan, but I can admit when I can admit reality <laughs> as hard as that is. Um, and so, yeah, Bravo Miami. This, there's no, one really And you and you did say the Patri- the Patriots are now not set at all to handle this division because they they lost corner but they lost a cornerback and they had they've yet to fill it they're gonna plan on filling it with a rookie but now they gotta handle Waddle and Hill they gotta handle you know everything Buffalo's got thrown it's it's just not gonna happen so thank, even though thank you have you. nothing to do with it Coop thank <laughs> you very much and Justin if you don't mind I'll take it from here sir let oh, me one second one second, one second. Oh, the truth. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> I, I actually secretly loaded something for uh, I did for TSS, but I think it's appropriate to play now. But this is how oh, it goes. I know it is. <laughs> Tonight on As the NFL Turns. <laughs> The night, indeed, the Miami Dolphins have become relevant. Oh, my. It was literally the day it happened. I was on the phone. My dad, he lives up in the mountains, got a bit nice cabin up in the up in the mountains. And he's like, yo, any Dolphin news? I said, nah, man, you know, it's quiet. Man, next thing I know, I get slapped in the mouth with a championship opportunity. Tyreek Hill coming down to America's team. The Miami Dolphins, I, you know, again, it was one of those situations. I was getting my phone blow up and I was going, I don't know what to say. I'm super excited. The Legion of Zoom, as they were talking about it, nothing but speed on Miami. Um, and I like that, you know, with, with the coach coming in and talking about the running backs hitting the hole. That was something Miles Gaskin, I might have been on this show talking about it, could not stand about Miles Gaskin. Would not hit the hole for nothing. So, hey, now we got some guys in. We're going to hit that damn hole like I've been preaching for this long. We're going to see some speed. We're going to see Tyreek Hill used like Debo Samuel. They've already talked about that. They're already talking about, hey, you got two guys you can do that with, with uh, with Jalen Waddle too. So we got lots of options. Andrew, you mentioned the defense. I'm glad you brought that up because, listen, they don't need Flores for that. It was real simple. And if anybody watched our season – we were losing because we weren't blitzing. The minute we went on this, we're going to blitz every down. We won every damn game. Well, mo- most of them anyway. But that's so, Florida's you know, MO, though. So, right. But listen, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard to figure out what works. So if I'm a defensive coach and I see this team and I'm coming in and I'm watching tape, okay, blitzing works. Hello. It's as simple as that. So hopefully that's what they do. And with that, like I said, uh, there is some limitations with Tua. As we talk, I've talked about it before, mechanically speaking. But he doesn't have to necessarily bomb it down the throw. Excuse me, bomb it down the field um, with with Hill and Waddle. Just a little five yard slant. That might he might just take it right to the house. So we might not even need that, or even just a handoff in the backfield. Who cares? Let's get let's get on the ball. Let's get some touchdowns. Let the defense win the game. Miami Dolphins at least now in the conversation for next year. <laughs> My 
Mike Kosicki is going to be your value in redraft for the tight end position. He's going to be someone that will mid to late rounds that is probably going to finish top five because I think there's just going to be, like you just said, the little dink and dunks. I'm, I can see Gasicki getting a lot of screen passes. They're going to do a lot of slip screens to him, I think. Gesicki, he's got the, he's he's a, he's a athletic enough to pull it off. So Gesicki about to get sicky. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. After that zero and seven game where he didn't catch one of his damn targets, I'm never drafting Mike Gesicki. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'll pick him up right after. Piss up the rope for all I care. Until <laughs> <laughs> it's how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, I'm gonna let. Commission cool down a little bit, and we're after a quick ad from Manscaped. We're gonna be right back with a fantasy feud. Can I get a round of applause, everyone? Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's not for your private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Literally, Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. We all know how essential that Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped's premium deodorant, hydrating body moisturizer, body wash, and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, plus a free gift. A three-pack of lip balm to keep those chappers feeling moist. So get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. One more time, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle. The power Whoa. of attraction is now in a bottle, and it's also in the voice of Dan Mater. God damn, that man knows how to do a manscape. <laughs> Dan, I, do, I, I want to say this, though, too. There was two things I want to say. First of all, it's hard to cool. I'm glad you played that particular ad because it's hard to cool down hearing Dan Mater talking about your balls, number one. <laughs> but number two, our friends from Manscaped actually sent us a care package um, so I'm glad that was that promo because I actually went and showered with the shampoo and the con- body wash. And man, the wife even said, man, that smells good. So great job, Manscaped. We appreciate you. But now it's time to play the feud. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. (laughs) 
So on today's feud, I like to theme it for what's really relevant and what's going on. Today's feud is actually going to be all based on the draft in college and stuff. So I hope you guys are ready. Normally, this is a two-person game. Um, well, look at the Duke went out. Uh, but since we got three here, we'll just make it a threesome. That's fine. You guys probably won't get them all anyway. So let's start. And I apologize. I forgot to write the questions in the banner. That's my slip up. So I'll just have to read them to you when you're ready. All right. Here is our first question. Again, we're not doing Jeopardy. So shout it out if you know the answer. These are a list of the schools who have taken wide receivers in the first round back to back. There are five of them in consecutive years. The schools? High, yes. I was about to say high school. Yeah, the colleges okay, that have had receivers <laughs> drafted back-to-back -back in consecutive seasons. I was going to uh, say, I didn't know the schools were the ones doing the drafting. My bad. <laughs> I, I, I wanted it. That's what happens when I don't have a teleprompter, bro. I'm just like Ron Burgundy, bro. I got to have something to read. or I, you know. And I, look, This is what I wrote, so yeah. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Okay, Alabama. <laughs> I'm still not sure I fully understand the question. I'm going to say Miami Hurricanes. The Miami Hurricanes. All right, so it, it's it's schools that have had wow. receivers taken back to back in the in, draft in consecutive oh, okay. in consecutive so. years. Okay, right. got it. Okay, well. Okay. <laughs> just, just no, Alabama, Alabama should be on there. I was going to say, shouldn't Alabama be on there? Yeah. Alabama is not on there. Are we, are we talking about first round picks or are we talking about? That's what I said in the first round. That's That was literally. Come on, was Justin, a... quit stalling. <laughs> All right. Just I'm just thinking Jerry, Judy, and Devonta Smith. <laughs> this was a ranked ranked uh, on NFL.com. I'm just going off the list. This is what I got. So how about this fucking answer the question? And let's move on. Uh, Clemson. Clemson. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's stalling, and he, got, he knows one off the bat. Yeah, 2013-2014, Watkins and Hopkins in consecutive seasons. That was number one on the list. You control. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let's see. Good. Uh, LSU. 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 Good, that was my guess. I think you need to go back to your sources. Hey, NFL.com, bro. <laughs> NFL.com. This was like – it was ranked even. I even wrote down how they ranked it. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I know. I, I, know. I was questioning it as I wrote it down because what's funny is they the rest of them not as popular news. So I don't know why that they have the list the way they did. But, hey, you know what? This makes it fun. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Florida Gators. Florida Gators. I thought they were on here, but I guess not. <laughs> Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. 
Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. <laughs> I don't trust this list. <laughs> wait, 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 I don't understand this list. Man, maybe we should have made banners. <laughs> wait, 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 Justin, just go crazy. It. Just wait go, go crazy and guess Boston College. Just wait, <laughs> wait till I read it. You're really going to get a kick out of it. All right. I was about to say Providence Friars, but no, nah, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, uh Let's go with. Oh, shit. Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina Gamecocks. All right. Andrew, do you got anything to try to steal it? Let's say Arizona State. Arizona State? Maybe someone. I don't know. Your list makes no sense to me. Right. Listen, it's not my list. No, well, Andrew. Andrew, right, Nikhil, yes. Mary, and Brandon Ayoub. Yeah. Kevin, it's your chance. Can I'm you gonna say it? uh Ohio State. Ohio State. See how Kevin comes in, don't say shit, and just takes it. That's how he always does it. <laughs> so the reason Ohio State is number two, actually. I think the reason why they had this, they were on here twice. 06 and 07, Ted Ginn Jr., Anthony Gonzalez, 95 and 96. To, uh, Terry Glenn and Anthony, or excuse me, yeah, Joey Galloway. Sorry. Again, my writing's bad. Colorado is on the next on this list, 94 and 95. Check this out. Uh, Michael Westbrook and Charles Johnson. That's who they have over Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. USC, and I think it's just more because they had established careers already, but USC was next on the list, 93 and 94. Johnny Morton and Curtis Conway. And then the last on this list was Tennessee. They had actually three years in a row, 82, 83, and 84 Clyde Duncan, Willie Galton, and Anthony Hancock, who I'm sure had a great career. All right, let's move on. uh, Excuse me, Kevin, you are in the lead so far, so good job there. Let's go to our next next question. Listen, man, I got to dig these out of the hole, all right, because I got another show we do all these questions on. I got to find tough ones. Hey, do you want to participate? I got a couple questions over here. <laughs> no, 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 that's all right. I don't want to challenge you guys. Why don't you shut the hell up and just try to answer quick stalling? All right, here we go with our next round of next round of questions. All right, so oh, this man. is a this question is I'm gonna hopefully I uh, say this correctly. These are QBs taken the second QBs taken overall in the draft that turn out to be flops. Right, Brian Lee. Ryan Leaf. All right, you control. Okay, so taking second overall. How about Heath Schuler? He yeah, this is yeah, second QB taken overall. Yes, correct. Okay. Um
Let's go with Rick Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus, unfortunately, he Alright, Justin, I'll give it to you first to steal. Do you got an answer here? Uh Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I consider him a flop. He's still, yeah, he's still his got, career. He's a flop. He's, he's still got, he's still got some time left. You know what? He's know. a flop because he's now the starter of the Atlanta Falcons, who gave up. That's hey. right. That's no, right. No. All right. So, Andrew, do you got something to steal, or is Kevin take a commanding two zero lead? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to think, guys. Second, second overall QB. Um, hey, Andrew, try and think NFL.com. Try and harness yeah. that in right now. <laughs> 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 and I might be misremembering this guy wrong because he might have been the first QB taken, but whatever. Uh, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. Was he the first of that? He might have been. Oh, he was I the think- second. Vince Young was taken third. Like, okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin, you are in a commanding 2 0 lead. Here is your list Johnny Manziel. That was number one. Geno Smith at number two. RG3 at number three, number four, Jake Locker, and then number five, or I'm sorry, well, number one, obviously, Ryan Lee, and Tim Tebow. I almost guessed Tim Tebow. There, so. Tebow was the second one picked in his I, class? I, I yeah, thought he was first. Sure. That's why I didn't guess him. Look, look again. If you don't know, now you know. Don't question me. Question <laughs> NFL.com. All right, let's go to our next question. Schools that have the most running backs taken in the first round since 1967. Alabama State. Michigan. Okay, I heard heard Alabama first. Andrew, you spoke second. What was it you said? Ohio State. Ohio State. Did hear Kevin, who is in command with Michigan. Michigan had seven overall. So uh, all right, yeah. let's go with um, USC. USC. Kevin needs to be sponsored by NFL.com. That's got right. Two, got right. two on the list. You can shoot me a you know. Go ahead and shoot me an invitation. I'll I'll get on board. So. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go with. <coughs> I'm going to say Pittsburgh Panthers. Pittsburgh Panthers. All right. How about let's go with Miami Hurricane. My, the all about the U. Apparently, it's not all about the U. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, let's go with. Colorado Buffalo. Colorado. Andrew, your chance to steal. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's a good answer. Good job there, sir. All right, so here's your list. Penn State was number 10. 
or excuse me, number one with 10. My bad. Number two was Florida. And then number three, Georgia. Number four, Michigan. Five, Oklahoma. And six, USC. So good job with that. You're going to make this interesting. Got to win this one, though, Dookie, or we're done. The, this next question, the next question. <laughs> let me see. You don't Bro, the fans are already lost with these questions. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they have. They're learning, learning something as we go. That We shouldn't be insulting the host, neither. I think it's just because <laughs> – I think actually it's because you you haven't won a round. I think that's probably yeah. why you're saying that. No, All right, I'm so, taking a little personally on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's your next question. You ready? Go for it. I hope you guys are ready. You should make schools, this triple or nothing. <laughs> schools that have the most players taken overall in the draft. Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Y'all got to get off NFL.com. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Penologist Steel. They are number four on this list. 373 players drafted overall. Damn. That's a lot of people. Go ahead, Kevin. Right, so go. Let's go, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Deep. The Ohio Ohio State University number three with four hundred and eighteen on this list. Let's go uh, USC Trojans. USC. That is number one on this list. Four hundred and ninety three overall. You have number two and number five remaining. All right, so let's go with Michigan. Michigan. Let's say I got on the train twice. Let's go third time. Miami Hurricane. <laughs> Still not all about the U. Those are some good years, though. There <laughs> There's a lot of good players. That there is. were. All right. Let's say uh, Texas. Texas. That's a good Always one. bigger, but not in the draft. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, because I was going to guess that from my steal of yours. Justin, <laughs> you can go first on the steal. We gave Drew the last one. Who you got? Penn State. Penn State. Oh, all right. Striking out today. Drew, this or Andrew, this is for the game, bro. Got to steal it here to extend. If not, Kevin is our winner today. You have number two and number five left. Schools with the most players taken overall in the NFL draft. Let's go, Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs. What? Kevin, <laughs> congratulations. You're today's winner. It was Notre Dame. They are number oh, two. Hey, four hundred and eighty-six players drafted overall. And the number five school, Nebraska. Three hundred and fifty-three players overall. Nothing like those offensive linemen. For That's sure. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Yep. All right, you're supposed to take over now, Justin. That one. Well, I, thought tried, I, I thought you had like the dumbass of the weeks thing or something. No, no, I don't. I, I didn't do that. I didn't. I don't want to. You said let's not do everything on your show, so I was like, all right. I'll do it. 
<laughs> well, I, I think it's still on you. Give me a quick second. We'll, we'll put it down. I think it's all on you, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, obviously, I'm the one that went, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see it through it. Thank <laughs> And in all it, fairness, it, I deserved it. <laughs> it's prophetic, meaning that you didn't get one round. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right, guys. So, we're going to move along from this. By the way, I wanted to say this before. Coop, what happened to the gold jacket? You take it to the cleaners or something? No, it just it didn't match the pink shirt, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got you. Got, I got, got to coordinate. Oh, flashing. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do – we're going to call that Commiss JC. Because you look at fly with my black jacket. <laughs> I like that. I like that. One of many personas. But anyways, guys, we got something cool today. I know everybody's been kind of doing it. Um, we're doing a bracket. We're doing a bracket. And I don't know if you guys can fully see this, but um, let's see. Let's see if we can expand this. Here's the technical difficulties. Do that technical difficulties. <laughs> can you see it a little better now? Now I've up the road. Yeah, I mean we're close. We're in on it, but yeah, it's the uh, brackets for off-season moves. So we're gonna find a champion yeah. for the off-season moves. So, so the first two we got there are Russell Wilson versus Tom Brady. I thought this was an interesting one because who do you guys think had more impact on their teams? Because I, Russell Wilson obviously changes the game with the Broncos, but the Bucks were gonna suck major without Tom Brady. So I thought this was a perfect one eight because you don't really know if a one's going to go because that eight is the living legend. So I'm not going to have a vote on this one. I'm going to give it strictly to you guys. So in case of a tie, we have a tie breaker. Let's go to LaDuke first. Who do you got, man? I mean, I know there's your living legend right there, but he kind of dissed your team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how Tom Brady's an eighth seed and Wentz as a fifth seed because, like you already said, the Bucks were gonna basically have nothing this year if Tom Brady didn't come back. So, I, I what, whatever there. But in, 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 this, in this case, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I'm gonna give it to the one seed Russell Wilson because I think he just jettisoned the the Broncos <laughs> right into Super Bowl contention. Um, that move was the last piece they needed. I think we've seen Brady and, and, and the Bucks, and yes, he came back, so it makes them relevant again, but what else on that team has really changed? So I think the bigger move for me was Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Fair enough. Kev, do you echo that, or do you have uh... No, uh, unfortunately, you know, I hate to go against, you know, fellow Wilsons and all that, but uh... – you know, He's the Broncos at least had a quarterback. I'm not going to say how good he was, but Tampa had nothing. And so the legend coming back, that really, you know, they were Tampa's going to be out of the playoffs next year. But And, and this elevates them back into the top of the NFC you know, discussion. So I'm going to say Tom Brady. I think All this right. should. I I'm think it's check the winner. Hold Coop. on real quick. I just want to chime in real quick. Um, I oh, I'm the actual this, I guess, the deciding vote here. Oh, I didn't even realize that that's cool. Actually, I'm gonna go <laughs> with Russell Wilson. And the reason well, I was man, this is a good matchup. This should have been more like the the five and 12 matchup for an upset, possibly. But I like, um, I like the move, like everything that Andrew said, uh, regarding Russell Wilson. Um, you know, obviously, it makes him contenders. The reason why I don't like the Brady move as much. I really feel like he hurt them. I think, you know, they should have been in the conversation with Deshaun Watson, um, you know, thinking about the future. Here you got Brady for one more run, maybe two. I mean, 
you know, like, again, let's think about the future at some point. And we said we've seen what this team can do, um, but they got to get hot in certain positions also. So, again, like the Russell Wilson move more. Yeah. No, I agree with that. One thing I will say is there's very few teams that are willing to bet their entire franchise, and that's what kind of like the, the Browns did. They put three draft picks in the future towards Watson. I don't know if the Bucks were willing to do that right off the bat. I think they could have been more involved with like a Wentz, Matt Ryan type of deal, but um, I definitely agree. It kind of hindered maybe their plans as far as getting all the guys they wanted back and maybe getting other guys too. Um, guys, our second matchup is Carson Wentz. And Tyreek Hill, I feel like this might be a sweep, but surprise me. Coop, I already, I'm already going to check you down as Tyreek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, I've already even talked about both of them today, so there you go. Yeah. So, LeDuc, hit me up. Where are you going with this one? Yeah, this is, like I said earlier, Tyreek Hill, that move, along with all the others, but that move specifically put them over the top uh, in the division and and – Jettison them probably into a, a playoff position. So uh, it's, it's easy for me, Tyreek Hill. That offense just becomes so much more harder to to defend now with, with another guy on the other side. Uh, Kev, does that – are you going to go I, with the same know, one? There's not really much more to add to that because, uh, <laughs> you know, because Tyreek Hill improves the most important part of Miami's team, which is, of course, the quarterback. I think that elevates him up into the – you know, because he was outside the top ten easily, but now he's in that conversation. So Tyreek Hill for the win. I'd take yeah. there. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. On the other side, guys, we have a little bit more of an interesting one. Uh Devontae Adams, Matt Ryan. Who do you think immediately benefits their team more? Go ahead, LaDuke. Tell me. Tell me what you're thinking. So this one is interesting because I do think Matt Ryan helps the Colts. When it comes to the conference as a whole, I think it helps uh, them solidify kind of what they were building last year into continuing a playoff run. I think the Devontae Adams move, though, just showed the balls that the Oakland Raiders knew they had to have with everything else that happened in that division. Josh McDaniel said, wait a minute. I'm not going to sit by quietly. We're going and getting Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league. So it's it's closer than it should be when you look at these two names, but I got to give it to Devontae Adams because he was the move that had to be done to keep a team relevant. Kev, what do you think on this one? Uh, you know, as I was saying when we talked about this earlier, you know, Matt Ryan, I think that's kind of an even Steven of Carson Wentz, so that doesn't really throw me a whole lot. But, uh, you know, the AFC West, as we've talked about, was gonna, it's going to be a bear. The Raiders were going to be, you know, fifth in a 14 division, but they went out. They got what they needed. That puts their offense right back up there with the rest of them. So this is the significant move to me, Devontae Adams. No, my bad. I, I was just gonna I was gonna throw it to you because I was gonna say for some reason I thought Kev was gonna tie it up and then it would be like tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make I'll make uh, this not a sweep. I like I want Matt Ryan here, and the reason why I just feel like Matt Ryan in the Colts offense, like I talked about earlier, with the offensive line with Jonathan Taylor, affects them more than a, a you know. A, again, going into this season, the Colts were not going to be making the playoffs. We didn't know who the hell the quarterback was going to be going into. Maybe Jimmy G. We weren't really sure. The Raiders were already relevant. You know, we already have a relevant Raiders team. 
And again, I don't know if this necessarily move puts them atop the AFC. I think they're a little bit better, but you know, how much do we believe in Carr? Um, there's other weapons there as well. So I think Matt Ryan affects his team more, which why I would put him above. Hey, I like that. That's, fair that's, uh, that's very contrarian because I know a lot of people would be on the Devontae Adams thing just because it's a little bit bigger of a deal. But um, let's go on to the next one, guys. And it's an inner team one. It's Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson. What do you think affects that team more? I mean, the obvious answer is Deshaun Watson. But, you know, culturally wise, he's going to be on a six game suspension. So you got to think about that in the sense of, you know, who's going to be the immediate benefactor and maybe who's going to be the guy who, you know, benefits from this, you know, new environment the most. Um, let's go with the uh, commission on this one. Let's start you off. So going back to exactly what I said, it was almost like a perfect segue. There's already weapons or excuse me. There's already weapons back or excuse me, in Cleveland. Sorry. There's going to be more weapons going to be added. Um, so, you know, again, who affects it more? Obviously, it's going to be Deshaun. Uh, you know, I and I didn't hear that it was a, actually going to be a six-game suspension. So that's new. That's breaking news to me. Because, um, again, we've talked about it. We've talked about it on our show. I don't see where the NFL has any leg to stand on in this. I've, I've looked personally at this evidence that they have. And, quite frankly, I don't see where they would have any cause to suspend him. So, yeah, I, I think Deshaun Watson doesn't get suspended. And I think he um, definitely will impact the team more. I think we all want what you're saying, Commission. But at the end of the day, Roger Goodell and the NFL have their own system and court. And <laughs> so that's where all the suspensions really come yeah. from. Sure. I mean, not a lot of people ever wanted any of these guys to get suspended for, you know, Josh Gordon got suspended like three times for weed. Like nobody ever wanted that to happen. But like I said, these guys have their own system, their own court. It's not federal. It's not any of the fucking cases or anything like that. Yeah, but there is allegations that sure, but there is a union set up to fight things like this. This is and you could yeah. take this legally, um, you know, and players have. And I, like I said, I don't see where the NFL would have any leg to stand on in this particular argument. So, um, I, you know, with the weed situation, you smoke weed, you smoke weed, you break the rules. This situation right. is completely different. Right, and right. you know the NFL has a history of just throwing away scientific reports that don't agree with what they want to happen. <laughs> so I'm just a thousand percent, <laughs> got to stick with the narrative in the NFL, whatever the narrative they want. Um, Leduc, tell me what you're thinking of this one. I, I really want to say Amari Cooper here, but I, I think the offense, like like Coop said, the offense here isn't going to look that much difference with basically Amari Cooper sliding into what the OBJ role was supposed to be last year. So I don't think, I think if anything, Amari Cooper might just solidify the plans that they had for last year, but Deshaun Watson does take them to the next level when he's in that game. Um, is it, if he does end up suspended for multiple games, then that might be a different story. But at this point right now, it would have to be the Deshaun Watson trade or signing. I should say. Nope. Trade sign, whatever it was. I forget. Kev, do you want to throw anything else in there? Well, you know, I, I, I'm also not one of the ones that was so down on Baker Mayfield, but the entire franchise was. This energizes them, their fans, everything else. So I think this puts Cleveland in a much better position all the way around. So all their players, especially on offense, are going to be better because they have more confidence than Deshaun Watson. So he is the winner, clearly. Fair enough. Not every 2-7 matchup results in an upset. But guys, since we're on this side of it, 
Our next matchup is Deshaun Watson and Devontae Adams. Now we're getting to the real nitty-gritty. Now we're getting to who actually helps their team more. Let's start off with you again, Kev. Who helps their team more in this situation? Devontae Adams coming and helping Derek Carr get to the next level or Deshaun Watson trying to get the Browns to the next level? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with my previous answer, Deshaun Watson, for all the reasons I just talked about. And uh, I think that the Cleveland season is going to be a whole lot different, especially if he doesn't get suspended. Cleveland's looking for a great season this year. I'm staying with Deshaun Watson. Fair enough, fair enough. Coop, what do you got to say about this one? I'll be brief. This we're kind of up against it, but I'll simply say Deshaun Watson. And again, all the things I said earlier, big, bigger impact. I mean, again, I would, I was uh, having Matt Ryan over Devonta Adams. So obviously, in my situation, Deshaun is the easy winner. Ladue. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's Deshaun Watson here. It's just quarterback to wide receiver. The quarterback's always going to uh, have a bigger impact, and and you know. Deshaun Watson's just good enough to outshadow the best wide receiver. So, in this case, Watson. Fair enough. Let's go to the Tyreek Hill, Russell Wilson. Coop, I'll let you out of this one real quick. It's a tough one. You got to fight your fandom here. But is it fair to say Russell Wilson helps his team more? Well, I'm a fan. I'm Excuse me, a fan. A man of my word. And um, I'm sitting here making the case for the quarterback over the receiver. I got to continue it. Russell Wilson makes a huge impact uh, for the Broncos, putting him again at – at Super Bowl type level, so yeah, uh, Russell Wilson for sure. All right, Duke, do you echo that? I do, even though I, th- I think there is a case for Hill when it comes to because, like I said, I think he did put Miami over the top it, to, you know, have a chance in the division and make the playoffs. But it, for the same reasons I just said, Wilson at the quarterback Sexy. position just put Denver into a whole nother realm than they were. All right. And Kev, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna get us down to it. That's I'm gonna let yeah, you Wilson launch off. For the win. So, there you go. I'm gonna let you launch <laughs> off our final countdown, our final matchup. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kev. Who wins? Who's the bigger offseason pickup? Well, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Russell Wilson here because you know, as we were talking about, they they had like two backup quarterbacks, maybe. Whereas Cleveland Leafs had a starter. They didn't like him, but they had a starter. But they bring it in there. That's going to – all the players on, on Denver's offense are increased significantly. So this is a move that benefits Denver the most. So Russell Wilson, like I said, for the win. All right. We're pressed for time. couple words, guys. LaDuke, who do you got? Russell Wilson, because he just completed that team. They got the defense. They got the offensive weapons, both backfield and receivers. That's Russell Wilson. All right. Coop? Russell Wilson obviously already wins, so let me just make the case for Deshaun anyway. Um, The fact is the Cleveland Browns have been in the doldrums for I don't know how long now. This puts them actually at an exciting playoff level, something they haven't seen in a super long time. Broncos already have the lineage. They've been to the bowl, done it, great organization. So for me, I'm just going to arbitrarily say Deshaun. All right. Sounds good. And who would have thought the number one won it all? (laughs) Boring bracket that was, Justin. (laughs) You can put in the time next week. (laughs) All right, guys. Quick, uh, Quick plug from everybody. While we wrap this thing up, Kev, go ahead, start us out. Tell us where we can find you. 
Well, you can always find me on uh, Twitter, Kevin62WILSBA. You can find me on uh, Belly Up Fantasy Sports website. And tonight you can find us on the Belly Up Fantasy Live Baseball Show at 7 p.m. You're going to want to check that out. Always a good one as opening day is coming up real quick. Less than two um, weeks away. There it is, man. I can't wait to see the Giants get back at it. Um, Ladukey. Tell me where we can find you. How's divots and pivots going? Well, first of all, right here at Real Mr. Mallard. That's my my own, my own personal, but you can also find at divots and pivots. Look, there's some exciting stuff coming for the show. I can't wait. The golf season's really kicking off. The match play was fun finishing up this week. If you watched it, we were talking about Kevin Kisner a lot, and he's there at the end now. So you got to check us out 10 a.m. on Tiki Live on Wednesdays. Go to TikiLive.com and check us out at 10 a.m. Divots and pivots. Yeah, what a follow that is. Supposedly, LaDuke has something big coming, but he won't let anybody in on it. Waiting for the, <laughs> waiting for a big announcement, possibly on the big Belly Up Masters pregame show on the 3rd at 9 p.m. Check it out. There you go. You got to check it out because this guy just is coming out with surprises all the time. Um, Commissioner Cooper, Captain Feelgood, Commissioner JC, whatever you want to say. It was another great show. Thank you for putting on the Fantasy Feud for us today. Where can we find you? What are you up to? So, um, first of all, big is not an adjective I would ever associate with Andrew. But when we're getting on to TSS, go to tssfantasy.com. We have a huge announcement. We actually have a huge announcement. We have a big partnership with uh, Underdog Fantasy. So go sign up. Get signed up on Underdog Fantasy. Put in the code TSS. They will match any, any deposit you make under $100. So big announcement there. We're going to have lots of commercials and stuff coming out soon. So check it out. Nice. Yep. That, that was an absolute huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking A, man. Making big moves. <laughs> making big moves. Um, as always, guys, you can find me at SempexMex93. I also write for Belly Up as well. And, um, yeah, it's another great show. You can catch us once again every single Sunday at 11 a.m. Have a good one, guys. Appreciate you. We're on a mission. We're on a mission, guys. We're on a mission. Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.